of His glory, of God's glory. It's the different things that are going on with people in our church. Last week we heard from Alan and Brooke Kaufman. Just an amazing time. Um, just really hearing about their story. And, amen. What God has done, what he, he did in their life, and what He's continuing to do through their lives. So this morning, we get to hear from Rob and Michelle Nielsen. So they're going to tell us a little bit about themselves, where they've come from, where they've been, and then just this, this new chapter in their life here of, of dealing with cancer and, and what that means and how God they've seen God come through and different things, challenges they've seen. So um, I'm just going to pray, and then we'll welcome them up here, and we'll, we'll jump right in. Well, God, we thank you. For this morning, God, we thank you that you truly are compassionate towards us. God, that you love us so much. God, and we, sometimes we just don't even understand that. We can't, we can't see it. We're blinded to it. God, we wonder, why, why are these things happening to me? Why me? Why me, Lord? Why? And God, you, you have a reason. God, there's something that we can learn from all these situations, God, that you take us through, even though some may be more challenging than others. And God, we can really glorify you. God, through them, and I just thank you for, for the stories, even Alan and Brooke last week, and just the way that they're glorifying you through this, through this amazing thing, this crazy thing that happened in their life, and, and they're continuing to live out here. God, we, we just pray that you'd speak this morning. God, you'd help us all to just see you and, and see you glorified even more this morning as we work through these situations and through these things in our lives, and uh, I know all of, us, all of us have these situations. God, we have things, maybe they're not quite to this level, but God, we all have things that we struggle with all things that we don't understand. God, help us this morning to see you more clearly. I, I thank you that Rob and Michelle are just an amazing light for you, God. And all the people that they touch, whether it's in our church or in their jobs or, or in the hospital and wherever, God, they're a light for you. And God, we thank you for that. And we praise you for that. And we just pray again. You'd be here this morning. God, you'd speak through them. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, without further ado, why don't we give a big hand to Rob and Michelle here. Thank you so much for joining us. Get to sit down, it's kind of fun. I have to stand for a teaching here, but um, welcome, welcome. Thank you guys. <laughs> really do appreciate you guys doing this and just being willing to share your story and kind of join us here this morning. So, um, why don't we just start off? Why don't you just tell us a little about yourselves? I know some people know you better than others, so we just give an idea of you know how long you've been married, kids, just situations, how you got saved, maybe weave it in there, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Um, well, Probably most pertinent is uh, I grew up in Iowa, and I uh, went to Iowa State, and I got saved there um, through Great Commission Church in, in, in Ames back in 1982. So it'll be 30 years coming up this fall. Um, and then I, um, so I was there until I graduated, and then I moved out here to Colorado because a number of people I knew um, who had been at Iowa State moved out here, so I thought that. Um, I should move out here. Plus, I read a lot of verses in the Bible about the mountains, so I thought I should <laughs> come out here. And I know, you know, Macintoshes and the, Anita, Anita Smith, I knew her in college and a number of other people, and so uh, it was kind of a draw. So I moved out here back in 88, and, um, and that's when I joined up with Valley View, which was in Northside Community Church. And, um, and um, so I've been here a little while, and uh, um, met Michelle at church, and we we just celebrated our 20th wedding anniversary just a few weeks ago. Uh, so, um, and we have five kids, and I work for XL Energy. Oh, booze, please. Uh, <laughs> and no, I don't get free power. But, uh, um, 
that's basically a real brief snapshot of who I am, and Michelle talk about herself. I'm Michelle. Um, I have been with Great Commission Churches since I was a baby. Um, my dad was a pastor in the church in Minneapolis, and then we um, pre-Mark Darling, and then we uh, <laughs> moved to Delaware to start a church in 85. Yeah, and that didn't really work out, and we moved out here in 88 to join up with Northside uh, then. Rick Whitney was here. He had just moved out, and um, so we were, that's how we get out, got out here. I got out here. Um, I'm the oldest of 10 kids, big family. Um, David, some of you know, is my brother, and some of you know Laura in Port Collins is my sister, and Rebecca in Greeley, another sister. Um, so, big family, um, and that's history, basically. That's history. Great. Well, Rob, it's good to know you got saved when I was three. <laughs> pretty young, pretty young, but that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, so that's, that's great to know. I mean, you guys have been connected for quite a while with Great Commission, and even Valley View, pretty much from really close early on there when it started. But um, so let's transition a little bit. Now we got a little idea of who you guys are. Why don't you give us maybe a little more information about when and how you found out about your cancer and um, just that story and, and what it brought about, the emotions maybe behind that and um, just how it, how it affected you as a couple as well as you as your family, as well as you and your, your whole family. I mean, you have a, a lot of touch there. So. Okay. Um, I guess I would start um, last year about this time of year last year I was looking unexcitedly towards my 40th birthday and I was, had struggled really all year with getting older and just I don't know why it was a really uh, uh, fearful thing and I um, didn't want to go there and I think that was the least of my worries I should have been worrying about other things <laughs> um, we went to a women's conference I, some of you were, maybe were there last spring and um, they talked about the alabaster jar and uh, for you, those of you that were there and remember that um, and pouring out whatever your thing was and I spent a lot of time thinking what is my deal I, don't, I knew it was this fear about getting older and I finally came to the thing we were supposed to go up and we had this little thing of bubbles and we were supposed to pour it in the thing it was a women's thing <laughs> <laughs> It's just my future, and so I, I went up and I did that, and I thought I was kind of dealing with it. Um, I had my birthday, things were going well, but a week after my birthday, I had a, an appointment just to check up with my um, gynecologist, and she found some things she thought weren't right, and she scheduled a uh, biopsy mammogram, and those came back positive for cancer. Um, that was September of last year, and so since then we've been dealing with that. And um, I don't know if you have anything to add on that part. Sure. Um, I was going to say I don't know why she's worried about turning forty because I had done that a long time ago and everything was fine. But, <laughs> but uh, um, for me, I, life was just kind of normal and mundane in a lot of respects. Um, 
I'm trying to figure out how to best explain this without making it sound worse than it really was. But you guys ever have just doubts or just fleeting thoughts of, you know, does God really care? Is God really out there? Just nothing I really dwell on, but just every now and then you get those kind of thoughts. And, and, and so that's kind of where I was. You know, we had a surprise party for Michelle for 40th, and so I'm busy with a lot of things. And But just, you know, I wasn't really concentrating on uh, God that uh, much at the time. And, and, um, and when we, she found out, you know, that, that she needs to have a biopsy, I was like, okay, well, it's, it'll just... Her mom actually had a biopsy several years ago, and everything was fine. So the guy was like, oh, everything's fine. And then you get the news that it's cancer. And, and it's just... It's, 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 to me, it's really weird, but it's like, right then, it's like, God becomes the most real at any time in my life, just right then and there. And, and I don't know why, but it's like, I know he loves me right, right there. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a big blow. It's, it's something that just kind of almost knocks you over. But yet, God is, has never been more real um, to me than in this situation, and I, I can't explain it why that is. And, um, but it's it's the way um, God chose to kind of um, break through my life, and, and I know Michelle's too. Um, but uh, it's it's been a you know, it's about how it affects our family, and I think our our marriage, I think, has has gotten has gotten closer because of it. And we have to discuss a lot more things than we would have otherwise, and and um, um, helps. I know um, both of us. It's made us appreciate our kids a lot more, um, just knowing the the uh, fleetingness of life and and everything, and and makes you take. Put things in perspective, and I, you know, I'm saying this. I feel, I feel convicted because, like, man, I need to do that even more so because it's the little things can can wear on you, and, and you know, someone you know spills milk or does something that can <laughs> really it's not that big a deal in the grand scheme of things. Right. And uh, so, uh, I think, um, and for me too. Um, uh, one verse that I, I thought about, I actually didn't think about this until just recently. Um, let me get out my electronic aid here. Um, even though I'm in memory, I just says, no, I'm in memory, this verse, so I don't remember. But, uh, 2 Corinthians 4.17, probably familiar to most of you, but it says, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. And... And uh, I guess it could be easy for me to say that since I'm not actually don't actually have the cancer, that it's a light and momentary struggle. But um, but being married to someone has it's not easy. But really, in light of eternity, is it is light, and um, the glory we receive um, is going to far outweigh any stuff we can go through here on earth. And being a, a uh, Kind of a visual learner, I tend to think of things visually. So I, I think of this cancer as like a hundred thousand pound. Excuse me, <laughs> I hit my wife. A hundred thousand pound boulder just landing on the, you know, your front porch, and uh, it just you know it does damage, and it um, and it's it's there. You can't move it. Um, 
the gold without the boulder. <laughs> That's just the way it is. And, and you got to, like I say, it does damage, it, does, it leaves scars that will never heal in, the, in some respects. They'll always be there. But that, you know, you can just chip away and get that gold. And, and that's something you'll have for all eternity. Um, how about maybe a little more about the process that you've gone through since last September? Just the things that you've done, that you've had to go through, the treatments, different things there. Maybe even some verses along the line there of a verse maybe God's given you to help you get through those things. Or just different situations. Maybe it's the people around you or whatever. But. Um. Well, to start with, when I started going through, I thought, well, I'll just go back and see what verses I got through this time. And there was a lot of them. <laughs> I can't share them all. Um, but the one that did come to mind that wasn't really one that I, I get, uh, this is actually Memory Madness, is Lamentations uh, 3, 22 and 23. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And I think... That has been, you know, one area, um, I've been a Christian since I was five, a long time, um, and having that morning quiet time or a quiet time during the day has been a struggle for my whole life. You know, you get, you do it well and then you fall off and you do it again. Well, I'd say I have not missed many days since I found out I had cancer. It was a very big motivation to be in the Word every day. And um, um, anyway, I'm switching over to... Uh, so September I was diagnosed. Um, it took about two months before we figured out what we were going to have. And that first weekend I thought, you know, we told my family, I said, I'm probably going to have surgery this week, I'll probably start chemo, and that's, you know, that's what we're going to do. That was, I don't know why I thought that, because that was way wrong. <laughs> it took two months of testing and going to doctors before we finally figured out what we are going to do. And I ended up doing chemotherapy first. Um, so I started that in, on Halloween, I started chemotherapy, and that was five months. Um, so that ended in March. Um, and then... Um, I guess one verse I would share that God gave me during that time. Um, see if I can figure out which one it was. Because uh, chemotherapy does amazing things like kill cancer, but it also makes your hair fall out and causes a lot of physical. I was really um, blessed. I think I did not suffer like some people suffer with it, but there's some things you can't avoid. And, uh, I had some infections, just skin infections that were gross, and you think, I'm just never going to be normal again. Um, and I can't find the verse, but I do know it. It's Psalm 139, um, 14 14, I think. You created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. It works so wonderful. I know that full well. And that was just something, you know, God God knew what he was doing when he gave this to me. He, not that God gave me cancer, but when he allowed this to happen and and he knew what the chemotherapy was going to do. And, you know, those little infections that seemed huge at the time are gone. I have no, no, nothing left of that. You know, I had an eye infection. My eyes were gross. I 
I did wear sunglasses for a week. It's gone. You know, you don't. You would never know. And so that was a promise that uh, God gave me. Um, after chemotherapy, we had two months, two months off, pretty much. Um, then I had surgery in June, the end of June, and radiation is yet to come starting next week, starting two weeks, in two weeks, so um, I have that to look forward to. <laughs> Amazing to add on that. Well, I guess the only thing is that, that yeah, the chemo, um, Michelle's right, it was fortunate in that she suffered zero nausea through that time. They gave her some nausea medication she could take and she didn't have to take it. Um, um, but they, what they do do is they, they uh, mix two different anti-nausea drugs and give it to you intravenously first, and that did the trick. So she was, that was great. The, only, the biggest thing, I think, for her with uh, chemo was like a day or two after she was just tired and you know, took a lot of naps. But uh, um, um, so you know it's a little bit disruptive in that regard, and that you can't do. But I was want to say one thing about Michelle is that she also this time we had three kids for homeschooling. We got through our homeschooling, um, even including geometry. Uh, <laughs> the oldest and it, so they all completed this year even we're going through all that so I think Michelle did a, a wonderful job in that regard too um, the other thing that I don't want to forget is we just had so much help um, as I said I'm the oldest of 10 kids um, my parents are local I only have one sister that's out of town so they were here they helped us a lot and we were just merging with Firehouse when this happened, and so we didn't know a lot of people, but people just stepped up, brought us meals, um, and a few people stepped up extra, and uh, Luann McCoy being one that just, she's cleaned my house, I don't she's seen all my gross stuff at my house, <laughs> and she's all fast, it gets messy again, um, and it's just been a blessing, you know, I thought I would not have picked to get cancer right when we're meeting a bunch of new people and that would not be how I would choose to come in and get to know people but I think God knew what he was doing there too and um, I've probably gotten to know people in ways that I wouldn't have otherwise. Um, maybe what would you what would you say to someone who's facing similar trials? Is there any wisdom or maybe another verse or anything that you could go? This is this is some wisdom I feel like God's given this to me and it helped me, and how 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 it can help them or anything like that. Do either of you guys have? Um, that's my two thoughts for people that might be facing it. One, I think this is sort of this is, can be kind of a cliche. Um, but I think, and it's something that's hard to understand, maybe, unless you've been in a situation, which I'm sure many have, but is to kind of live in the moment, which is not the same as living for the moment. You know, not live for today, you're going to die tomorrow, but, you know, first, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing right now? Because we don't know if we have, you know, for me, I think this cancer is going to, you know, chances are good that this will be a chapter and then we'll move on and they come back. I don't know. But none of us really know. Do we have tomorrow? Do we have 10 years? Do we have 80 years? We don't know. 
Um, but are you doing what you're supposed to be doing right now? And if so, do it with all your heart and don't worry about what might be tomorrow because you have no control over that. And I, for me, it's easy to worry. It's easy to think, you know, will I be here for my kids? Will I be here able to have the strength to do? But that doesn't matter. What matters is what I'm doing right now. And am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing right now? Um, the other thing I think is know the truth and hang on to it. Um, there's a lot of, um, a lot of thoughts that come in when you're facing something hard, and they're not all true. And I think I'm so thankful that I have a good foundation, and I've had, you know, Christian parents and just years and years and years of good um, teaching to hold on to because you know it's true, and you, even though it's sometimes it's hard to grasp or hard to remember when you're in fear and in pain or whatever, but to just know the truth and hang on to it. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, I think as being in the husband rather than the actual person going through it, I think um, it's just uh, being, if you're with someone who's, who's uh, going through a situation, it's just be with them. I think more than anything else, uh, not, even the word the words you say are, can be important, but a lot of times they're not. It's just it's just being with them and uh, um, and not being afraid of saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong. Just just be just being with them and and, and helping them out in that regard. I think is more than anything. And uh, um, and uh, knowing that's the kind of Michelle said that too, that knowing that God holds the future, that we don't know what's going to happen, you know, a second from now, and yet God has all that in control. When you, a lot of it we don't know, and it's for good reason. <laughs> I think if five years of God had told us that Michelle's going to get cancer, we would have been freaked out for five years and wouldn't have gone along with our lives. But um, you know, bad stuff is going to happen. That's that's we're living in a fallen world, and that's just the way it is. And uh, um, uh, but God is in control, and He can make the, all things work together for good. In Romans eight twenty eight, that's my favorite verse of all in the Bible. That no matter what garbage happens in your life, God can make that into something good for you, for those who love Him. So if you love God, if you know you have a relationship with Him, then you can be confident in that. Um, if you don't, <laughs> I don't, personally, I don't know where I'd be if you know if I didn't have a relationship with God. I, I would. Uh, I I don't know where I would be. I, I'd be not here, sitting up here, for sure, telling you about this. Um, what about maybe any thoughts would be useful for someone that's just a, a single person out here or a young married couple that have not had one of these trials? They've never even, you know, everything's been swimmingly good so far with life and they've never been challenged with anything. Any thoughts towards that? Is there anything to give towards that? Um, you know, uh, I'd say before the cancer, there were times when life was hard. <laughs> and I think we all experience, no matter who we are, we experience hard times in life. And that's just um, because because of sin, uh, plain and simple. Um, we're 
think in it, we, we kind of like we're kind of like wallowing in it our entire life. And so the hard stuff is going to come. It has come, will come. And and but just you know, trust in the Lord. And I, having gone through this, I think too is taught me a little bit, hopefully a little bit, about how to deal with people who are going through hard things. And, and I've learned some things, uh, hopefully, well, I'm saying it in front of a large group of people, hopefully I can apply. But uh, uh, one thing uh, is um, that, say like with cancer, um, and no one ever said this to us. I read this once. I thought this was really, but I thought this was really appropriate. I, I I really know it now because having gone through this, is that there's no good kind of cancer. <laughs> you know, I've heard people say, "Oh, at least you have the good kind of cancer." No one's like, so no one said that to Michelle or I. I don't believe. But I've heard people say that, and it's like, "Well, wait, no, well, there's no good kind of cancer." It's like you have a, you know, it's like losing your arm. Well, at least you lost the not so good arm or something. Like that. But but you know. No, it's it's bad. It, cancer stinks. It's it's. I don't wish it on anybody. I wish everyone could go through life without ever having to deal with it. But that's not reality. That's that's not the way things are. So for me, uh, when someone goes through something hard, I I know now know not to tell them. Well, at least it's not this. That's one of the worst. I think one of the worst things you can say. To me, the best thing to say is, you're right. It stinks. Horrible, but um, I'm here for you. And and going along with that, I think it's um, probably this. I'm going to be a little rough here. <laughs> probably the second worst thing you can say is if, if there's anything I can do, just let me know. <laughs> that means absolutely nothing. It makes me feel good when I tell someone that, and may make them feel good a little bit. But really, it means nothing. Um, in the grand scheme of things, I, I know people mean well, and it's a polite thing to say. I'm, I'm sorry if I offend anybody by saying that. But what means a lot more is if you figure out what that person needs and you do it for them, or you ask them if you can do it for them. Like Michelle said, like Luann, she came to our house and cleaned our house several times, and and. Um, um, and, and she asked if she could come over, but um, she did it. You know, are people bringing meals? We, any of that stuff. Julie Cavanaugh did laundry for us. You know, things like the, that stuff. She asked if she could do that, and she kind of had to force us <laughs> to, to allow her to do that for us. Um, Michelle and I both tend to be kind of self-sufficient. And we, you know, even the meals things like, oh my goodness, we can cook meals. What's the big deal? But it, it really, it did really help out a lot. And thank you to every single one of you who brought a meal to us. It was, it, it was very helpful. And I think I gained a few pounds in the process. <laughs> but I would say, and I would strongly encourage you, if you know someone's hurting, no matter what it is, either form, just, even if you don't say a word, just be there with them and think of something you could do for them. You know, just, um, and ask permission to do it for them. But, but uh, you know, think of something specific. God will give it to you, I think. And pray for them, because that's the most important thing. Um, I think for people that aren't facing something right now, I think you know it's going to come. I mean, we live in a world with crazy things that happen at a moment's notice. 
Um, but so my first thing is don't fear the future. Um, I think of times I wasted fearing cancer or other things, and they didn't make the cancer not come. They didn't change what the future was going to be. It was just a waste of time and energy worrying about things that I had no control over. I know it's easy to say don't fear the future, and it's hard to actually not fear the future, but as best as you can with God's help. And the other thing I think is just um, I've heard a plug-in for Memory Madness or whatever memory program or, you know, get a foundation in your life so that when the trial comes, you're ready for it. I think, um, you know, good music, good scripture, good teaching, that you have that to fall back on when the trial comes. Um, maybe just as a, a last wrap-up thing here, where, where do you go from here? Where, as related to cancer, um, what do you have left to do? What, that we, again, as just a body can be praying for you and knowing these things are going on, the next steps. And um, As I said, I have radiation coming up. And that is six weeks every day, every weekday. I think it will take not very much time. I don't think it's going to be very bad, but we'll find out. Um, after that... I don't really know. Um, in theory, I'll be done with treatment and we'll monitor and go from there. Um, anything to add to that? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Great, great. Well, uh, Thank you guys again for just being willing to share this. Um, let's have a, a few thoughts to wrap it up here. We'll let you guys get going. But um, I, I just have been, I, I can say for one, I've been blessed to know you guys and to know, just see the way that you've handled this. Um, I, it's not an easy thing. I mean, you've said it. It's, you wouldn't wish it on anyone. Um, but I think it's becoming more prevalent in our world today. And there's really two responses. I think that if you guys know people who have cancer or whatever they have, is, is number one, they either complain about it, right, and they blame it on God. That becomes their first reaction is, man, God, this is all your fault. What's going on? What did I do? Why me? Why is this going on in my life? Or there's you guys' response to it, which is you look at it and you go, wow, this isn't good, but how can I glorify God through it? How can, how can this bring glory to God? And, and you look at a very bad thing and, and use it for good. And I know I've been blessed, and I, I think a lot of people here have been just seeing the light that you guys have been. And I, I mean, we're not there with you at the doctors, but I imagine all the doctors just go, wow, like, you know, this is amazing. Look at, look at their, look at their heart here. Look at their desire to, to see good come out of this and, and just be loving. And, and I really appreciate that. And, you know, I think we all do. I think it's a great witness. It's a, it's a very good way for people to see God through just a simple, it's maybe it's not even a simple thing, through a very scary thing that our, our world deals with on a, seems like, ever-increasing manner. It's becoming more and more common as, as time goes on here. And as we know, when the world comes to an end, it's, it's just going to get worse. Things are going to get worse. It's going to fall apart even more and more. And so I'm blessed by that. I, I read this verse. Um, and I thought it just really spoke to me about this exact situation and, and your guys' life. And it's in Psalm 63. And it's Psalm 63, 3. And it says, because, this is out of the NIV, but it says, because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. And I, I just see you guys live that out. You, you see God loves you so much. And, and even though it's a very hard thing and it's a very challenging thing, you guys are lovingly. Uh, stepping into it, you're you're running the memory madness table. I mean, you're you're serving in the church when 
easiest thing probably would be not to be. Would just be to back out and not do things and, and just kind of go, oh, poor me, poor me. But you guys don't have that. You glorify God with your lips. And, and it's just amazing to see. And I, I really appreciate it a lot. And I, I know a lot of us do, for sure. Just love your example there. And, and um, I just want to thank you guys for that. So um, that's, that's all we have this morning. You guys feel free to talk to these guys. The thing, the most important thing, like they said, is having a relationship with God. If you don't have that, you don't have anything to fall back on. You don't have the Bible that you can pick up and read to be encouraged when you're having those rough, really hard days um, for, for you after chemo and, and struggling through that or, or just even thinking about what does the future hold. You, there's no background. There's no basis to hold on to. And so um, we obviously, these guys, as well as all of us here, want you to have that relationship. And if you don't have that, these guys would love to talk to you about that. I would love to talk with you about that. Anybody here, friends who brought you, people you know, would love to talk with you about a relationship with Jesus Christ and what that means and just the freedom that it gives you knowing that, hey, if, if the end does come tomorrow, uh, who knows what's going to happen? None of us know tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen. If tomorrow does come and the end is tomorrow or you find out that the end is soon, you have something to fall back on. You know where you're going. You know you're going to spend eternity in heaven and that's a very, it's a very peaceful thing. It's a very comforting thing to know that, that, that you're going to spend eternity there. Instead of wondering where, where am I, what's, what's the end like? What does it mean? That's not a good place to be and I think we all know that. And so if you have those questions again, feel free. These guys would love to talk. I would love to talk to you, any of the pastors here, anybody who brought you. But let's just pray and, and we'll be done here this morning. Well God, we, we thank Thank you for this morning, God. We thank you for Rob and Michelle. God, we thank you for the light that they are for you, even amidst trials, amidst very challenging things. God, they, they haven't turned against you. God, they haven't turned from you. God, they've turned to you even more. God, and we thank you for that example. God, we do pray for your hand of healing on Michelle here as she deals with radiation here for the next um, next several weeks here, every day. God, that's um, a challenging thing, but God, we just really pray that you would heal her. You'd heal her completely. God, do a miracle there. God, that she would not have to worry about cancer the rest of her life, that it, you would just take care of it and it wouldn't come back and um, nothing else would happen there. God, just uh, really bless her. And uh, God, I, again, I thank you for the witness that they are for you. God, I thank you uh, the compassion that you've shown them. God, I thank you for um, really just being with them and encouraging them. God, I pray you continue that. You continue to speak to their hearts. Continue to um, help them there. God, we pray here that each one of us, God, we could, we could be a light for you. God, in our challenges, in our situations. God, we could be even a, just a, a service uh, to our brothers and sister here, God, and, and really help them and, um, in whatever way. And I, I agree with Rob that we just step in and do it, God, that we feel calling from you and do it. And I, I know there's all kinds of situations. Each and every person here has different challenges in their life, different things that um, you've put there to, to test them, to challenge them. And I, I just really pray, God, that you help us to take the right attitude towards all of it. God, that we wouldn't complain about it and that we wouldn't blame you for it, but God, we'd seek to see how we can glorify you. God, with the stories, with the things that you've put in our lives, God. And again, we thank you uh, for these stories. We thank you for the opportunity just to share them, for, for more people to see your glory through them. And we just pray that you'd bless us this morning. We pray that you'd um, just bless our days. And again, that you would really just bless their family, bless them, love on them. God, encourage them um, and heal Michelle there. Uh, just 100%, God, that it would be nothing left. And, and again, that that could even be another useful tool to point to and uh, to glorify you. God, again, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys. Let's give these guys a big round of applause.
Um, so next week we're gonna we're gonna try and continue these stories. We may have one more next week, so we'll we'll hopefully do that. Have another living room session here, and uh, again, just thank you guys for being willing to to stand up here and share your story. I know it's not easy sometimes, it can be a little scary, but thanks for for stepping out there and, and doing that. All right, everyone have a wonderful week. Please go home, sign up for the Firehouse 5K. You are stressing me out. <laughs> we do not want to lose money on this, so we're trying to just get the right numbers right. So if you're going to do it, please just go home and do it today so we can get that rolling. And have a great week, everyone.